This is Jason Kristoff for Podcast 67, January the 8th, and we're probably going to be trying to do a podcast a day right now, because I am uh, kicked off Facebook for a 30-day, it was a 30-day ban, I might not have mentioned that in Podcast 66, I have not been deplatformed, I have been uh, removed for 30 days, and obviously what they're doing now is they're they're tracking the shares so it's this one it was this one post that i made that said uh given the death rates are the same they're actually less in canada so i said something like uh since the uh, death rates are less in canada compared to 2019 and since they're relatively the same in the u.s that we're under we're in an official psychological operation so i got banned for for that and i posted the statistics as well it wasn't just uh false claims or or blind claims it was a post and then of course straight from health canada and straight from the cdc that the death rates of course are less in canada this year and uh, relatively the same in the united states so what kind of pandemic does that but they traced everybody that shared that post and a lot of people got uh got banned for 30 days as well and they they some people got uh, you know they they got a warning so obviously they didn't say anything too bad before and this is a psychological operation in itself is that people now that's what behavior modification is about i mean it's not too hard to follow how behavior modification works it's not a real complex science to figure out since people have been banned f- uh, for sharing that particular post they will have their behavior modified and they will be afraid to share uh, other posts in the future if i get back on and uh, you know i'm not too sure if, if they'll let you back on but i i did find they did lock out donald trump from his facebook account i mean can we imagine that we're living in a time where there's so much disrespect for a president even though he's not the most uh, altruistic or uh, well shined up human being can you believe facebook has locked donald trump out of his account until january 20th when biden uh, the uh, the communist leader is going to come and burn that country to the ground and, and burn most other countries to the ground. I'm not too sure what people are going to need to wake up <laughs> once Biden's in power, but that's how evil sort of works is, uh, you know, it, it it likes to play. Evil really likes to play sort of like a an orca, a killer whale plays with a seal before the big before the big kill. And frankly, the humans are so stunned and so uninformed and so dumbed down and so sedated and tranquilized and distracted. Evil's like, well, I guess we got to turn the volume up to get their attention. And this is how this back and forth battle between light and good has been going on on this planet for since the dawn of time wherever whenever that might have been and you can just see evils like why won't they react why won't they fight back we like to fight evil likes to fight and everybody's hiding in the corner 
and evil is like, oh, we made them too dumb. We, we made them too overweight. We made them too weak, uh, too stupid. And evil's like, the evil's going to come and kick you right in the crotch and slap you right across the face, punch you right in the gut until you, the evil gets a reaction out of you. And Biden is, is definitely going to turn up the, the, uh, the volume with, uh, the evil and his running mate, Camilla Harris. I mean, if she's his running mate, who's running hell? And uh, these are, this is what people sort of have to realize is this is what's going on. And she's probably going to definitely get, get the position eventually. But besides that, I mean, Trump was locked out of his Twitter account as well. And can you believe, like, if, if that doesn't wake you up enough, that the centralized power is the problem. Like, how many, how can people not understand the danger of centralized power? Centralized power is really simple, where there's one guy or a very small group of people in a room, like, say, 10 people, who decide everything for everybody else based on their whims. And then centralized power to a centralized authority that's inherently luciferian or satanic or evil you know run by pedophiles like creepy joe biden like that's as as bad as you're gonna get when you have three or four or five people in the world deciding um you know everything for everybody else and all the powers being stripped away you know inch by inch and uh drop by drop and no one can you not see that you're not in control of your government anymore that your vote doesn't really count and you, you know i just came across i'm trying if you hear any papers rustling you know what's going on here um i'm gonna put up a, a documentary that just came out from i mean it's spelled epoch but I, I guess people call it the Epic Times. But I kind of like that reporting platform. Let's call it the Epic Times. It's a documentary about the voting fraud. And the voting fraud was so obvious. I didn't even really cover it or get into it. And uh, it's so obvious. <laughs> it's so obvious that they're, the, the, the machines, the Dominion voting machines were designed to hijack elections across the world and it was hijacked in this case and biden i don't really know who was supposed to win i don't imagine most sane people with the majority would vote for biden because he's for everything that's not really american <laughs> he wants to take your guns away he wants to steal your money and not like trump didn't want to steal your money and give it to his friends but biden really lives and dies that his party is famous for making people lazy um, and then making them disempowered and then handing out you know small stipends to keep them quiet he's not for that party the demon rats they're not for empowering the public they're not for business they're not for freedom so i can't really believe that american people in a majority would vote for biden but you see it and of course if you watch the media and we all know that is, you know, faked and fabricated to no end. And we all know it's a mind control tool of the CIA. And we also know that the CIA is controlled by the royal families out of the UK. 
And uh, it just pushes what narrative it wants to push. And the way TV works is we already, we've gone over this a million times. We won't go over it. There's a part of the brain called the subconscious. It repeats exactly what it sees. So the TV is to control what you see, therefore controlling what you think and controlling your perception. So you you can see that the media was brainwashing uh, everybody against Trump since the first day he got in office. Not that he doesn't have any characteristics not to pick on, but you can just see it, it was a very biased report of Trump all the time. And, you know, I really don't think that was by happenstance or coincidence. Anyway, so we'll put up the documentary from the Epic Times where, yeah, she definitely shows there's some voter fraud and if they work that hard to, to rig the election, you can just imagine. Like, you know, Biden is going to burn that country down. That's my estimate anyway. That's where I stand. Um, I believe uh, Biden is sort of controlled by the Communist Party out of China. And I don't really believe it's the Communist Party out of China because these people have names and addresses. Like, no one's controlled by a party because you can't have... I always say, if you can't have tea with it, it doesn't exist. So everybody has names and addresses. And if we use those names and addresses, instead of saying the United States, uh, you know, did this or China did that, it would be much easier to identify uh, the people on the list as the ones doing all the evil all over the world because their fingerprints would be everywhere. Even, I've always said that, I mean, even in Canada or Ontario where I live right now, you know, the news headlines will say Ontario locks down again today or Quebec locks down. It's not really Quebec because Quebec doesn't exist. If you can't have tea with it, like Quebec is a landmass. The landmass, like the birds and the bees and the trees, it, it, it didn't uh, force the lockdown in Quebec. And the same for Ontario. Ontario is a landmass. It has no ability to uh, vote to lock Ontario down. So when they use its obfuscation, its mind control, its brainwashing, its behavior modification, and they're famous for it. They love saying Ontario uh, is locking down today because it doesn't identify the 10 fucking assholes that are destroying, um, you know, the country by name or, you know, at least destroying Ontario and they are destroying the country. We need their names. We, we have to say, you know, Jim, Phil, Janice and Margaret locked down Ontario. And then, the, you know, a week later, when something else nefarious happens in Ontario, we'll see the same names come up. It's the same names as a month ago, same names as three years ago. It's the same defective of morons and that's how this the use of words like Ch Chinese party or the US or you know Canada ra ratified NAFTA Canada didn't ratify NAFTA like 10, 10 guys ratified NAFTA let's get their names and you're going to see it's the same guys the same girls the same mental defectives over and over and over again you even see that with Fauci I mean, Fauci, we do have his name, and he's back in the AIDS scandal. He's in the H1N1 scandal. Uh, Neil Ferguson from the Imperial College in the UK faked the SARS numbers. He faked the Ebola numbers. He faked the, the H1N1 numbers. He faked the, he faked the COVID numbers. 
I mean, this is this is why it's important to get the names so you can trace it back over time and say, yeah, these guys are criminals, and this is what we really got to get to. But anyway, um, I don't know where we're going with that. I know today we're going to uh, be doing the top five ways that sort of government makes you overweight, dumb, and broke. And, and it's important to know why. And if you say, well, why don't you be more solution-based? <laughs> well, look, if you, if, you don't, if you can't figure out the solutions, why, you know, after I table the problems, like once you know the problems, the solutions are obvious. I can't kind of spoon-feed you, which is, you know, that's one of the, uh, that's one of the numbers on the list, the school system where, you, you know, most people become paralyzed and uh, impotent to action because that's one of the primary things that they teach in the school system is that you don't move until an authority figure tells you to move. So you just like, tell me what to do. Well, you got to figure it out yourself. You got to deprogram. And uh, like, how about a bit, what on a side note today, how about Bitcoin? <laughs> Bitcoin, let me just check my phone right now. I think it's about 53,000 Canadian. I know I got into this sort of Bitcoin racket when it was a lot lower in the in the four-digit range, and obviously uh, Bitcoin's going up for. We're going to discuss money as the fifth item on the list, the fifth way your government makes you overweight, uh, sick, and broke. And um, and that's what why Bitcoin's so high because a lot of people understand. Uh, that Bitcoin is an alternate money supply that will always make you wealthy and will, will act as a container, a stable container that your government can't pillage <laughs> at will uh, to steal your, your wealth and your value and, and your work effort. And uh, if anybody, I know everybody, some people might be literally a bit confused about the cryptocurrency and uh you know we're not going to do a shameless plug here about my new program coming up at the end of january but if you are interested in crypto i will put up a link in the show notes along you know maybe below this epic times um documentary about the voting fraud i'll put it right underneath that and this uh, this program that I'm doing in January includes uh, my one-hour lecture that I recorded in October 2019 about cryptocurrencies and how to get started and how to, it answers all your questions, what kind of cryptos to buy, how to buy them, how to get prepared for what's coming. Uh, because, I mean, Maybe I'll do a separate podcast on what's coming. But if you just got money in the bank, you're working your job, and you think the money you got now is going to take care of you in the next five years, you're sadly mistaken. And you're going to need to get educated really, really quickly. And I've done that education really, really quickly over the past eight months. I've since since the thought synthesized it into a one-hour lecture, and that's only one aspect of my program in January, you would also get my most recent recording on how to overcome self-sabotage. You get that right away. You don't have to wait for my live seminar at a Zoom event at the end of January. You can get that one right away. You could probably have your self-sabotage all wrapped up, cured, and, and put to bed by the time we meet live at the end of January. So if you're interested in that, 
maybe just go uh, look at the link and see what else is included. It's very inexpensive, it's very effective, and it will teach you everything about finances, obviously, that you need to know to get started. Not, I mean, it's not comprehensive, it's not for advanced uh, investors, it's for people that want to get started. I'll help you overcome your self-sabotage, whether it's your health-based self-sabotage, your wealth-based self-sabotage, uh, your relationship-based self-sabotage, and also your, your inner dialogue, sort of how you connect to yourself and what stories you tell yourself in your own head about your own life. They, they should be empowering, and a lot of people's stories about themselves are disempowering, and it really changes their metabolism and changes their brain function to the point where they become stagnant. And then the live talk will definitely be addressing health, how to get your power back and everything that you ever wanted to know about, you know, getting trim, getting toned, building that muscle, correcting your posture, reversing disease. That's going to be all part of the live talk. I'd like to see you there. So let's get on with what we came here to talk about today. We came here to talk about the top five ways your government sort of it makes you overweight, it makes you dysfunctional, diseased, disempowered, disoriented. And they do that because you're just easier to rule. You're just easier to rule when you're weak. So I hope you don't, I hope you're not scrambling for the motivations regarding why your government takes aim at you to make you the weakest version of yourself possible. That's the only way government can exist is it, it 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 exists by stealing your power how do you think you can have this centralized control unless people give it away and they give it away because they're like oh i'm too kind of overweight to uh, protect myself in this fear cauldron that i'm boiling in or i'm i'm too financially weak to protect myself i'm too mentally weak I, i'm too dependent i'm like a child well given humans aren't born like that how like how do you think you get this mass of human beings begging to be ruled, begging to be enslaved, inject me with the poison, you know, feed me the gruel, take away all my money and get, you know, keep most of it and give me back little, little, you know, little tidbits, little drops of it. Like, how do you, how do you get people so dysfunctional that they won't, like, you know, like the government, uh, staffer could come in and just, you know, punch them right in the stomach and they just drop they don't know what to do do i fight back am i allowed to fight back maybe they'll hurt me more maybe they'll shoot me maybe they'll take me like how do you get them this week well i'm going to go over how they get you this week and and it's not going to be a comprehensive list by any stretch of the imagination it's going to be a uh, structure by which you can apply it to most other things that are going out there going on out there in society and you better pay attention because, you know, you can't submit to a, a ruling structure where you're like, okay, you over there, I'm going to give you the permission to steal my money at will with no restrictions and, uh, and I'm not going to resist what, whatsoever. And there is no limit. So you can steal my money with no limit. And then you can take away my freedom with no limit. And then you can tell me what to do with no limit. Like, where do you think a, a, a structure like that goes? 
that you give a centralized control to literally not altruistic and moral folks because they could self-govern. You're giving this power over to literal ancient groups that practice, for a better, for lack of a better word, satanic practices. So you're agreeing with the fact that they can cut down a tree, print paper, write whatever they want on the paper, and you'll obey. And it include up to and includes taking your freedoms away that were given to you by God, which are never supposed to be able to be taken away by a man. And they can take any amount of your money at will at any time they wish to do anything they want to do, including killing you and killing other people. So where do you think, where do you think that system goes over time when you have the most, like government is a lightning rod for psychopaths. So you have a, a, a fine, thick maple syrup of the most effective humans on the planet. And you're acquiescing to give them unlimited control of your life and take as much money as they want whenever they want to do with whatever they want to do. Well, you're seeing where it goes today. They're trying to take so much from you. They're like, whoa, just kill them. Take everything they own. Take their businesses. Take their houses. Take, their, take everything. So that's what, you know, this is why you got to start paying attention. Now, most humans who were born in the wild would say, you're not taking my freedom. You're not taking my corn. You're not taking my farmhouse. You're not taking my tractor. You're not taking my farm. And I got guns. And we're going to, if you think that's going to happen. But we've been made so weak by these five modalities that we're going to review. First of all, it's food. If you want to make the lion weak, you poison the feed. Very simple. And they've always done this. I remember when I was in Greece, that, you know, we would hear ancient stories that when people would invade Greece, they'd burn the olive trees or they'd bring sea salt and they'd salt the fields, which kills the food. So if you don't have food to eat, um, you get weak. And that's why they would do it. It's an ancient act of war. So when you go to the grocery store today, you're inside a war but it's so well decorated you're like look at the abundance of food well these aren't food this is a franken food food like things and that's why if you put like, food is supposed to have photonic energy and information in it which means food is supposed to add to your life force not take it away and if you go get some rice krispies or corn flakes and you leave them underneath your sink forever you'll find that when you when you go back to the corn flakes you're not going to find any mold on that processed food not even fit for a maggot to consume not even fit for mold to consume and that's why there is no mold on it and a scientist will say, will study it, and you can put it under a microscope. Yeah, the mold spores that grow on your oranges and, and your vegetables and your red peppers, and you'll find mold. You'll always find mold on, on live things because mold lands on it, finds the weakest link, and infiltrates. And then the mold needs food too. That's why mold grows. If there's nothing to eat, it doesn't grow. 
And if there's no life force to support the life in the mold, you will not find mold on it. Like mold doesn't grow on your on your marble countertop by itself, no matter how long the marble countertop is there, because there's no life force in the marble to sustain another living entity. So mold will will go and land on your cornflakes or your rice krispies or many other uh, dead foods that are sold at the grocery store. It's like decorating your slavery at the grocery store. Look at all these fabulous things that have no life force that keep me weak. So that's why you're not going to find any mold on your Rice Krispies or your cornflakes. It's because mold does land on it, but it starves to death. Now, most people are eating food like that. And when you eat dead food, it literally removes life from you. Like if you were to go out right now and eat gravel you know, fine gravel, you'll find yourself sick and ill and weakened and fatigued because your body's got to take your existing life force and deal with the garbage that you ate. So you're getting life force removed from you. You're getting nutrition removed from you. You're getting um, vitamins and minerals removed from you. So that's what most of these foods, look look at the Canadian food guide. Look at the USDA food pyramid. Now, they've been proven uh, obesogenic. So I'm going to put up, the, uh, there's a doctor in Ottawa that's proven the Canadian food guide causes obesity. And then uh, there's an author called uh, wrote a book called Death by Pyramid. Her name's Denise Min- Minzer, I think. I'll put that up in the show notes. And, and that is it a surprise that your government's giving you food to make you fat? And, of course, they don't talk about organic. They don't talk about pesticides, glyphosate. They don't talk about genetically modified food. They don't talk about tap water or fluoride water sprayed as, as water on the crops. They don't talk about factory farming. They don't talk about hormones given to the non-organic animals that you eat for meat. They don't talk about, B, uh, I think it's BHA, I, th- I believe, this uh, feminizing hormone that's sprayed inside Uh, tin cans they don't tell you about xenoestrogens that leak out from plastic bottles or plastic bags that your food gets in those are all by design so they're um, omitting the thing the information that would make you strong they're making sure to drown you in chemicals drown you in poisons drown you in toxins purposely so that you're weak look at the food at the school's Oh my, you, you know, and look, look at the foods. Like if you go uh, a kid's menu at a restaurant, like if aliens landed here and found a kid's menu, it would, it, would it be a real stretch for the aliens to conclude we hate the children? Yeah, the kids need the most food. They're growing. Their cells are multiplying the fastest. Let's give them the shittiest food. This is how moronic our culture is. And that's why this podcast is all about, is that if you can openly expose how stupid and obvious and moronic and directed this assault is on ourselves and our children, you, you'll probably act a little different. Look at the food at the hospitals. Does that make any sense? Oh, this guy's got cancer. Let's give him some jello. 
with uh, cancer-causing red dye number three. Does that make any sense? There's french fries. My father was in the hospital lately. We had to smuggle him in food all the time. And, you know, there's... oh. Seriously, are you trying to kill people? And it sounds comedic, but you know what? They are, and they are, and they are trying to weaken and kill people prematurely and cause chaos and cause crisis. That's what the whole system is all about. So, I mean, even when you go into the hospitals, you'll see the chocolate bar, the pop and ship machines, and they have a monopoly on the phrase healthcare system. So even a politician will get up during election time. I'm going to direct more money that I stole from you into the healthcare system designed to make you sick. I'm going to make chocolate bar pop and chip machines available every 200 feet in every hospital instead of every 800. This is the insanity of not only the politicians who are the weakest, most effective, psychopathic folks we have. They're so weak. They're, they're literally like, I'll just be part of the death cult to get a check. <laughs> That's what politicians are. They look out at the world. Their subconscious mind does a quick scan and says, I live in a death cult. This is pretty scary. I'm going to go work in the death cult. I'm going to be immoral and unethical because I'm too weak to be anything else. And this is, this is what's going on in our society. Not only is our leadership so weak, the citizens don't even, they're too weak. Like if you're in a hospital and you'll tolerate a chocolate bar pop and chip machine anywhere in the hospital or a fast food restaurant, like in my hometown, there's a Tim Hortons in the hospital. Like for, for the people to, to tolerate that, it shows their extreme weakness, which means they're prime for attack, they're prime for takeover. This sort of weak society attracts evil, like uh, rotten meat attracts the maggot. And you see, we are getting attacked. Uh, the COVID liaria, the, the virus is not being sequenced in its full genetic length which means it doesn't exist. And if it doesn't exist, what are they vaccinating against? What are they testing for? The PCR machine, of course, that the testing modality to mark people as either COVID positive or COVID negative has been proven completely faulty and unreliable and having nothing to do with COVID. So not only fraudulent and unreliable, the test itself has absolutely nothing to do with COVID or any other disease. So we'll put up a little article about how um, fraudulent this test is. And that's why they're, they're using it on these people because the people, the centralized group of Satanists know through trial and error, through their observation and say, we got to strike now, the humans will never be this stupid, this overweight, this mentally weak, or this spiritually weak ever again. So this is the time to attack. So we're getting attacked like full full bore right in our face because this is how weak we are. And the food we eat uh, that they feed us, they poison the feed, has lots to do with it. I remember there's something called the slush puppy. It's like 
I'm, I hope people know what a slush puppy is. It's just like chopped ice, really fine, with some like chemical flavoring and coloring poured over it. Well, in Canada, a slush puppy um, was given the, the the heart the heart symbol, healthy heart. I think it was called the heart check symbol. So they're giving they're giving they're putting symbols on food that's designed to kill the slaves so that the slave says, oh, this is safe to eat because the slave can't think. Now, why can't the slave think? Well, let's go on to point number two of how the government makes you overweight, sick, and broke is schooling. This is why the average person can't think. If you're, say, let's take this guy getting the slush puppy and seeing the heart check symbol on it, which in Canada means this is a healthy choice. And this is something I wouldn't feed to my worst enemy. Now, number one, this person's being brainwashed by the school system to obey perceived authority, number one. Number two, because of how schooling programs the mind, you show up and you do shit you don't like. And the reason they program you to do shit you don't like from like 8 to 3 or 9 to 4 is because they're priming you for your adult life where you're also going to do shit you don't like. So here's a prime example. You got moron number one going to a slush puppy machine, literally buying food not even food, buying poison that's going to end his life and make him dumb, easier to steal from, easier to manipulate. Now, th this person has given up all rational thought. And like I've said before, if the government, if these ruling psychopaths were to grab this man, hold him to the ground, put his arms and his shoulders on the ground, pin him to the ground, and then someone grabs his jaw and forces his jaw open and they pour the poison down his throat. That would be obvious. That would be obvious that the government is trying to poison you, to make you stupid, to weaken you. So all part of the ploy, all part of the scam and the con job that I keep talking about, it's very important for moron number one to have the money, which disempowers him because that's point number five, but we'll get to there. So he enters the corner store, which is basically a death black hole. There's nothing sold at a corner store that does anything but destroy your life. So he enters the corner store. The con job is complete and well-decorated and well-disguised because he's paying for it. He, he believes he's making these choices out of his own free will. And that's, that's the beauty of the con job is that they make you pay for your own destruction. So, so this, this particular person uh, programmed through the school to do shit he doesn't like. And, when, and that's why most humans, when they graduate school, they're like, well, I just did 12 years at the government school. And I never wanted to be there. It's absolutely boring. I didn't enjoy it whatsoever. I didn't like it. But that, but, but that breeds and programs into a human is a sense of familiarity that this is how life is supposed to go. So they go out and get jobs that they don't like 
And so it's the same thing. It's a continuation of the mental programming. And that's how you get people doing shit they don't like is because it started in school. No kid wants to go to school. Who wants to have their freedom removed and be taught things that don't matter and things that will not benefit you and be lorded over by, by people who are literally rewarding you for repeating instead of thinking. Who wants to do that? And not only does schooling teach you to participate in an adult 9 to 5 or 8 to 6 life of doing stuff that you don't like doing, like wouldn't you rather just be uh, completely independently wealthy surfing your whole life and living on a nice coastline somewhere with your own farm and solar panels you could have that life if it was programmed into you because humans are very programmable but they teach you to struggle they teach you that struggle is normal they teach you that um, chaos and conflict is normal doing things you don't like is normal and then not only do they teach you that nine to five struggle and chaos and doing things you don't like is normal when they let you go, they say, okay, that's it for the thinking. You do eight to five thinking, and then from five to nine, you self-gratify. This is the dangerous part of that whole program, is that you will be taught to do things you don't like, and then when you exit the school, you're equally programmed that that's your own time, and what you do on your own time is self-gratify, sedate, distract, and tranquilize. So we go back to moron number one. He goes into the corner store, not understanding that every everything sold at the corner store is to disempower him. He pays with his own money because that decorates the con job so he doesn't understand. He believes he's, he's using his freedom. He sees the health check symbol on this, this, this you know, cardboard cup of poison. He, he's being taught through the school system to obey a, a, a perceived authority. He believes the health check symbol uh, represents a group of altruistic individuals looking out for his health, which is actually the complete opposite of what really is going on. And then he, after he stopped working the job that he hates or stopped going to the school, which he doesn't like either, he is programmed to believe that all the other time that he is allotted during the slave day, which is like five to nine, is simply for self-gratification and the destruction of himself. So he goes in and gets the slush puppy. This is really the dangerous part about school. And there's so many different dangers to going to the government school system. And we'll put up the uh, John Taylor Gatto book, um, weapons of mass instruction and this isn't an interpretation my interpretation of the school system the people who invented the government school system have documented their intent and John Taylor Gatto who is a school teacher one of the most famous government public school teachers he won uh, teacher of the year in New York City teacher of the year in New York State and he documents in the book, uh, Weapons of Mass Instruction, ex the exact intent of the government school system. They said it's to produce a easily um, controlled, docile workforce. And they say it's limited learning for lifelong labor. And it's to make sure they're obedient, uh, 
and make sure they uh, react to the bell. And that's why the bell was put in the school, because it's the same sort of bell that they use at the factories. Get up, sit down, get up. They control your behavior just like they've, they've researched in mice and rats and animal experiments. They do the Pavlovian rewards for doing what you're told, and then they do the Pavlovian um, uh, punishments for not doing what you're told and you create the in the only study the rats and the mice and the animals to literally uh, figure out how to better control humans they were never studying rats to control rats they're studying rats to control you well what do you think they're really interested in controlling rats no every rat experiment every animal experiment is really designed with you as the end product you how is it that chemicals and psychological manipulations can control you and you they uh students are given rewards uh, to agree with authority and to never question there's kids that you know they're punished if they don't fall into the system if they're not good at repeating so the person with the a plus and the straight A's and the good marks, they're never the most intelligent. They're the best repeaters. And you're definitely going to have to filter those up to say, medical doctor. You're really going to need the fine-tuned repeaters to be the medical doctors because you want to make sure that that person is so programmed to believe they're intelligent that they literally can't see that they can't make anybody healthy. Medicine is great at acute care emergencies, car accidents, cutting your thumb off with a butcher knife, something like that. But doctors can't make anybody healthy with um, toxic drugs, surgery, butchering surgeries, and uh, radiation, and, and that's part of the system. Give the best repeaters the best mar marks and move them up to the jobs where they got to be completely blind to the results because it's not about results it's about what you're told and how well you repeat it and that's why you get these very dangerous actors on the stage in the in the medical field like Dr. Anthony Fauci and some other medical doctors and frankly most medical doctors they can't see that they don't make any of their patients healthy, that the more drugs they put them on, the more sick they get. And again, it's all foundationally inputted into the kids inside the school system. You get to react to the bell. And have you ever noticed that in school, there's never any exercise on making a business plan, but the, the government school will always rush to your side and have courses and online uh, activities to help you make a resume because it's never about independence it's never about that surfing mansion or even shack on on the coastline with the solar power in your garden it's about getting you into the system getting you doing shit you don't want to do and if you knew how to write a business plan and someone was there to mentor you you would as easily copy that as you would copy the act of thinking that the only salvation for you the only virtue you has have is how well you repeat and you know someone's going to save you with a job and that's the dependence that the government school system teaches. 
is it well you're always told like when you're in trouble what job you're going to get and if you're an entrepreneur if even if you lost your business you go bankrupt it's never about who's going to make your life better it's about how you are going to make your life better what's the new business you're going to open what's the new venture you're going to open it becomes just like putting on your socks and that's about mind control in the right way the government school system guaranteed to be controlled to um you know to program you in the wrong way i'll even put up a um, person her name is charlotte iserby and she worked in the department of education in the ronald reagan years and you won't believe what she says about what you know the manipulations that that particular presidency did to the teaching curriculum and it's always about dumbing them down dumbing them down even in the common core and common core is in the u.s it's the curriculum used in the u.s now can you would it be a surprise to anybody listening to this that the common core was financed by bill and melinda gates really of course it was financed by bill and melinda gates which are some of the two primary actors in the satanic group and Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, there's not an altruistic force. They're there to guarantee dumb down the population so they're easier to control, easy to attack, easy to take over, easy to manipulate. And that's exactly what's going on right now because the kids have been dumbed down. They've been turned into dumbed down adults. They're weak. They're dependent. So they can... The takeover of the United States and, and Canada and all the other, you know, G20 countries that are going on right now, it's because these systems are being working as designed. In Common Core, on one of the assessment tests, if you, if it's a question, what's three times four? And we all know the question is 12. But if you write down the, the correct answer 12 in this Common Core test, you, and you can't explain it. So if you just remembered your times tables, which they don't teach anymore. They do not teach the times tables. I had to teach the timetables to my daughter myself because they no longer do it in school. Why don't they do that? And we've all had our chance to react to this. We've all, like, this has happened on our watch, and we just sit there because we've been taught to sit there because we've been taught through our stint in school to sit there, and we've been taught to live shitty lives and put up with the logical things because that's what the school system really instilled in us, to sit there and take it, to sit there and not question, to sit there in a, bo a, a pot of boiling water. So on this Common Core test, if you remembered your times table and you just put three times four is 12, you get the answer wrong. If you can explain, you can only get full marks if you explain like maybe uh, three plus three plus three plus three. That's the only time you get full marks. If you do not put, tw if you just put 12, you get it wrong. Now, inversely, if there's a kid on the same question, okay, and I'll put up the author who wrote this book 
about the Common Core because he was one of the professors that voted against the Common Core. And th this is highlighted in his book, Against the Common Core. And he was one of, I think, two out of the group that voted against it. And, you know, the other people, because they were probably getting paid under the table by Bill and Melinda Gates, uh, most evil people. On, this can't be the most evil, but they're up there, definitely up there. And everybody else is probably getting paid under the table because that's what the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is famous for, is just stroking people huge and huge amounts of cash to go along with their own sort of uh, destruction. Because the people who rule us through the rat experiments knows that, yeah, if it benefits me, I'll just, you know, instant gratification, right? That's what we teach, instant gratification. The people who voted yes for Common Core, they were thinking of themselves. They were thinking of instant gratification and the, you know, the big bundles of money they're getting uh, given behind, uh, you know, under the table. But anyway, back to this test. If there's a kid who says three times four is 13 and he or she can explain how they derived that wrong answer they get partial marks and the guy or girl who just said three times four equals 12 with no explanation uh, gets zero no marks and again, this is not an accident. Folks, you've been dumbed down. You've been had. It's a con job. Everything around you is a con job. Groupthink is massive in the school. Debate has been removed. Physical education has been removed or curtailed. Cursive writing is removed. You don't teach the kids how to write. is because these ancient families all always knew that the most dangerous thing you can teach a slave is how to read or write because they start knowing their rights and then they start writing to each other underground like the underground railway when they were trying to free the slaves in the in the uh, uh, pre-civil war days in the united states and this is this is what they're trying to bring the slave class back who can't read write or think and this was the whole documented drive of the public school system. And you can read John Taylor Gatto's book on this. You can listen to Charlotte Iserby. She did a whole documentary. And you could just maybe read this uh, professor, I forget what his name is, showing that the common core is to literally gut us and core us of our, of our potential as humans, to dumb us down so we're easy to rule, manipulate, and um, steal from. It's, it's uh, in the schools are always inside buildings. It, they, they remove us from nature. The schools used to be outside because the education came from nature. Now they sequester us away in lifeless, soulless squares made of concrete. Uh, we're removed from nature. We don't get to observe nature. We're told the truth by perceived authority who don't have our vested interest at heart. And we're told never to research outside that building about what, what's really going on. And the more we comply, the higher marks we're given, and the more intellectually brilliant we believe we are. And then we enter the world, 
and we can't make our, we can't make ends meet with our finances and we're overweight we're depressed we're mentally gutted where our souls are missing and and then we figure it out later we might figure it out later most people some people don't even make it to figure it out later um and removing children from the family it's designed to break the bond between child and adult and it's been shown that children do best when there's more adults around because if you have kids raising kids and all a child's brain is designed to do is mimic the group well and someone says oh the child i've heard many parents say the child child needs to be around more children they're around too many adults well uh, the studies say that if you have children raising children you get very dysfunctional children in ancient societies the what they used to say village it takes a village to raise the child you always wanted to outnumber the children the adults always had to keep a very good eye on the children so that the children wouldn't be left alone with the children because children mimic the behavior of whoever's around them and you don't want the children always mimicking the behavior of other children because it's usually illogical irrational and has to be socialized so when you're when you're putting kids in school what what happens is you get children that are absent of the parental protection so they can't really develop the a fearless view of the world where they can sort of develop their own qualities and talents and beliefs and ideas what happens when children are around children like in the schoolyard in the schoolyard there might be 200 children there might only be five uh, teachers watching those kids and what happens is a lord of the fly situation where kids become very reflexively obedient to the herd so although we're all born to be reflexively obedient and to mimic mimic behavior when there's a force like when there's pressure on the kid to behave a certain way and they don't really feel comfortable doing so they look around and their parent is missing so with their parent missing without the pant leg to hold on and to act as protection, that child feels like they have to acquiesce to the group. So when you have children in the schoolyard, you build this immense groupthink, this immense people-pleasing personality, this immense uh, propensity and pressure to follow, to go along, to get along, to mimic, to emulate, and to mirror what the other children are doing, which is usually immoral, irrational, illogical, and usually prone with a little bit of violence. So having it's been shown that having groups where children outnumber adults leads to dysfunctional children <clears throat> who really get stuck in that people-pleasing sort of mindset. So <clears throat> you have a huge development of a collectivism-based personality. And all this sort of science is reflected in the three resources I'm going to put regarding the schooling and people really need to read those over so that's just two of the items i wanted to go over today um, food and schooling the other three items are tv and movies psychoactive drugs and the money supply we'll get to that in the in the next um, podcast and the solution should be obvious you need to really if you're going to start anywhere 
on recapturing your power, reawakening your mind, revisiting your humanity, reigniting your morality, your ethics, and the strength and the power you were sent here to exhibit on this planet. You got to start with your food. You got to stop poisoning yourself by your own hand. You got to stop being moron number one down at the the corner store, the black hole of, of death. And you can't fall for these tricks buying the wine, buying the cigarettes, buying the junk food, breaking your day up into time, that stuff that you do that you hate and then you go home to sedate and poison the shit out of yourself watch tv this is the by this is the sectioning of your day you do shit you don't like you come home and poison yourself that you gotta start realizing this is the cycle you're getting programmed into from the most early age start dreaming outside the box start reigniting your power stop listening to your authorities when they're paid to throw you down back into the stone age on this first class five star ride into the abyss where you never visit or even come anywhere close to your full human potential we need the full human potential people like myself can't be the only one speaking out in a group of 10,000 people regarding what we need to do as a society to remove the five or ten Satanists that are literally siphoning our power away like, like ancient sorcerers right out of our bodies with, in an invisible way without our knowledge. We got to stop this. We got to get our freedom back before we're nothing but chain slaves down at an iPhone 12 factory. We got to stop this. So start with your food. Stop spending your money for the love of God. Stop spending your money. You worked hard for that money. The money you're, you're given is going to be worthless soon anyway. I'm going to tell you how to buffer yourself from that. For the love of God, the shit money they give, the last thing you want to do is go out and poison yourself and your kids because you can't see that that's a cycle blown into you of doing shit you don't like and then going home to self-gratify stop it stop it just aim for something better be your best be better take baby steps do whatever you have to do start seeing this cycle it's destroying us we can make North America great again we just gotta we don't need centralized power you need your power you got to be the king of your own country, of your own house. You have to have the rights, the right to govern your own two foot, two, two foot by two foot country called you. And when you practice governing yourself with morality and ethics and, and leadership and logical and rational thought, only then can you go out and maybe lead a small group of family. And then once you lead your family in the same way, maybe you can go out and lead a group of other empowered people, and then you can grow it from there. So get your power back. Stop 
poison yourself and start start paying attention to all these institutions and all the paid liars that are employed within them that are paid to destroy you start using your voice and start pushing back this will be a three-part series i'll finish the other three in the in the next uh podcast this is jason christoph signing off thank you for listening